good now. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. But I think we're okay now. Okay. Took us a minute here. It just blame the gin. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of want to insert that, that Jamie talks about alcohol. If I could just insert that right now. <laughs> We're back, folks. Lady Freeze and Nerdy Nurse Freeze back. <laughs> I have a three day weekend and. Apparently, shit in my teeth, and um, I um had some gin. Yes, guys, some gin. It's gonna be an interesting conversation. Yeah, Therefore, it's just what it is. We're back. So while yeah, you were on vacation, you took visit I- me. I did. I came and visited you. you I was on vacation. We bought all the books. And then I had another week of vacation. And I had to start working again. For realsies. Not like light duty. And and I feel like somebody hit me with a truck. But it's okay. Uh I just have to get used to doing my job again. I made it. You made it through. Yeah. Did you did first week down? <laughs> my hands still attached. We're doing great. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And she said so. What's great? Do you sound like choppy, or is it just in me that it sounds Do- choppy? Everything's clear to me. Like you sound something. Uh, I, I sound. On my end, it sounds like there's weird robotic breaks, and I, I and I wonder if it's like my setup. Are you listening in phones to or I'm listening to stereo. I have my headphones so on, on stereo. stereo. You say fine, okay. But on stereo, I only hear you on stereo, and you sound funky, funky bunch. Uh. Funky bunch. Which is, hey, all my levels for me signals are high. It's. Yeah, I, I feel like it's a me problem. How I, what, what do you, I feel like it's a me. Okay. I did something. I might lose you now. Uh-oh. On Twitch, but. Here. Oh. Okay. Paying attention. I don't know. Over here. over there. I think we're fine. Anyway, what are we doing today other than me trying to figure out my life in general? What are we doing? Well, we're finishing we passing. We are. The amazing yeah. passing. It's so good. Yeah. And I'm so glad that um, Robert Jones Jr. actually put that post out talking about passing. Right? That's just, it's like we're having a brainwave, collective brainwave moment. Exactly. Exactly. I forgot to leave my I'm going to do um, but I did I did his post and the post that I did about today's show you can go over there and join in the conference because that was number one timely and interesting so, so timely um, so so timely right. so yes yeah, so but I think it, br- it, it 
Yeah, and I think it brought in a great perspective on it about just the general, which I think is kind of where we ended up being as we started digging down this rabbit hole. It's like how much passing becomes a concept for anybody who has a, a deviant from deviant from the norm. You can't see the air quotes on stereo, but deviant from the norm identity, whatever society has decided is our normal um passing becomes this thing that so many people can experience and maybe in the last episode we were asking ourselves does anybody pass racially anymore and we weren't sure we definitely have a lot of people that pass in other things as as identifiers of self so it's not a concept that has left us as a society it's it's just maybe has morphed it's morphed into its new version Exactly. Because I know we were about to, like, in terms of passing racially, like, you do that entire business and life is on media. You would have had had to have always had your life to be passed racially. How possible is that? How has that been in, I don't know, 10 years to be so where nothing about you you or family or your are not on social media. It's like it, it doesn't seem. Yeah. But at the same time, so, like if we talk about something like gender identity or sexual identity, let's be very. I think sexual identity becomes very easy to hide in a some way because it's not like I can look at you and understand who you like or dislike. Exactly. Uh, who are you attracted to? I have no idea, and I, nor do I care. Right. But that's a side note. Um, but yeah, um, you know that becomes something that comes into passing because you could be straight passing. That's right, and that's you're right. not straight. Like you have your own things, um, but you like. look like you're in a straight relationship, and maybe you're not. So this yeah. whole project is just it just. I, there's like so much validity in why this project needs to exist or you look at yeah. the ways in which we're all trying to explore these ideas I don't think that you or I are going to come up with some magical answer to any sort of grand no, no. question we're exploring the topic it, it, we're exploring because they're really interesting to see meant years ago you know Deco and what it means now passing itself has been own journey, you know, from where it's not where it's up to be. It's all very and yeah. kind of take at it. So here we are. For part yeah. three, final part, part three part of, passing. of passing. And this is kind of where we all start talking about we all start with racial identity and how does it blossom from there? Because you know the world is intersectional. Well, let's start at the beginning. Too. Part three is a doozy, man. It is short. It is like 20 pages and it is short and it packs a punch. So. Explosive. It is yeah. explosive. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I forgot how like it was. The time reading part, like, ooh, this is. Everything so tight. It just feels like everything like bubbling up and just like boom, just blow. So, so what I was, <laughs> what I was realizing when we were, when I was rereading this is that last time I was talking about how much 
it felt like Claire was breaking down and having this emotional breakdown. And this really and comes other- right off of Claire and it goes right into Irene. And I don't oh. think that that means that Claire isn't also having an emotional breakdown. But mm-hmm. maybe my problem is that I can hear myself twice. Anyway, um, I don't think that that means that Claire isn't having an emotional breakdown. It's just that Agreed. Irene is also having one on the same side. I mean, we've obviously we've done Irene text from her first. Like, we are really in Irene's thoughts. Three and woman is fighting on all kinds of levels. So, mm-hmm. we start with Brian. Unhappy list. I like that she say that longing. Is that what she calls it? That longing, that desire to move the ship Brazil. He's restless and he's with fun and she is really trying to figure out. Rather, she disturbs that she can't figure out he's feeling exactly. Mm-hmm. Not sure how to calm it, stop it. Yeah. I mean, spiraling that mind. Oh, yeah. Just control oh, yeah. But I mean, as somebody who's been in a relationship where there has been a betrayal of that kind, and where you even fear that your spouse has cheated on you, it is right. You do weird things. Like your brain does not work. Brain. Like you will freak out, and you start to obsess on on certain things. You're going to hear me yeah. echoey because I, for some reason, the phone part on stereo sounds funny to me. So I mm. moved over to okay. switch. Um, so I'm sorry if you hear me echoing. I can't turn the volume down any lower. I'm trying to like put well, I actually hear you echoing. You just sound a little bit, but there's no echo. Good, because I just put you really far away from me. So I didn't hear an echo. Um, I'm trying to like turn you and put you far away. Um but yeah, no, it's it's so easy to get wrapped up into this headspace where you're just obsessively trying to figure out if you're right. And I think I will break it down, but I feel like there's a, conf- a true confirmation of cheating with Claire. There is just a lot of suspicion of cheating. With Claire. Yes. And having yeah. that suspicion is, is enough to just send you into a crazy place. Is it? But that's what it is. It's suspicion. Yeah. It's the assumption that it could happen, or that it has happened. What nuts? I think that assuming it and finding out, I think assuming it and having it confirmed that it did happen are two different things. Yes. And sending you down two very different paths of emotions. Yes. And I think the latter maybe is not as destructive in your mind as wondering if it did or assuming it did, but having proof. Yes. And, and, and but she's definitely like lost her mind. Yeah, she's yeah. she's going crazy pants over yeah. for this. Well, she has the line. She has a lot on the line. She does, and, and she actually cares about what's on the line as opposed to the other, which has nothing on the line. And it's hard because sure. you don't know if Claire is just a naturally flirtatious person, but is actually um, she's faithful in her marriage. 
or she's just I mean because we start we set this whole thing up from the get-go where they meet at this hotel and there's another man at the table is that just a gentleman that like you know whatever she got to like bring her to the hotel for whatever non right not anything bad she's just used her flirtatiousness to maybe get a car whatever to to benefit her um, but she is faithful or is she an unfaithful person? That's never really defined. No, it's just, it isn't. She is seductive and flirtatious and right beyond the bounds of whatever is socially yes. acceptable. She's seductive and flirtatious. Yes. And, and she knows, she knows she's, you know, otherworldly on her beauty and, you know, and knows what to do so she wants. How to use her. And as a 21st century woman, do I blame the woman for using her whatever to get a man to do something right. for her? No. Men are stupid. Sorry, men listening. You're stupid. If I can bat my eyelashes and make you something and you're happy about it, like, right. let's go for it. Like, yeah. Like, I'm not exactly. Be... Is this better? Can you hear me a little better now? Uh, say something. Can you hear me a little better now? About the scene, I feel like. All right. Oh, now I'm here, All right. Yeah, we don't want to do that. I'll try to second mine. Oh, we no. both have these make studios trying to get it fully together. I'm constantly yeah. looking at mics to try to figure out the best configuration, but I don't really know what I'm doing. So it's all just trial and error. I mean, we're trying things. Anyway. Can, I, can I also. I, I, Let's go I to the text. How I know. What I am with it. He, oh, Brian. He owe me a great sure. deal. Yeah, he really like he gets under my skin. And, and what did I say here? Um, uh, where am I? So, so okay. Here's what I kind of thought about. Here we go again. Him, you know, she, she's ready yet. She's oh, he late. loves. Okay, here we go with that. He loves to dig on that. Okay, right. And but here I, I think to dig on it. He really, as we've discussed throughout this text, he's really pissed. Mm-hmm. She was not with this whole, whole move the family to her thing. She made it very, very clear. I, I think in divorce that this is off the Yes. So since he can't act, he's digging he's here. A litter about her being. Yeah. This is it. It's like passive aggressive. I thought it was really funny that at some point, I think it's Irene who says she really is on CP time, right? And I learned yeah, about she CP did. time in, in high school, and, and 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 I've had people call me out for being a racist for saying CP time. I'm like, no, 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 no. You can ask my friend here; she's always on CP time. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's, and she gets to be on CP time because she is CP, and she can be on CP time if she wants to be. But if you're asking me where her ass is, she is on CP time. She'll be here in 40 minutes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been to a Haitian <laughs> wedding where my at, white ass was the only person that showed up on time. And they were like, Alyssa, why are you here? And I said, well, because you said to be here at this time. And I was like, well, yeah. And they're like, no, that meant to be here an hour and a half. Like, well, how would I know? And my ass, you get here at this time, it says on the invitation. You mean a white person invitation and the rest of your asses? Because I'm going to show up when this is set on the thing. You neglected to do this correctly. <laughs> oh 
Oh, God. I'm going yes, to <laughs> be here 20 minutes early. What are you doing? Now I'm two hours early. It's just a fact. early person. I'm very anxious if even on, on time. Even oh, yeah. Late. It makes me anxious. Yeah. Because on time means you're late. I get yep. very, very anxious. Ever since I was a yeah. child, um, very anxious to find like, I need to be anywhere going. And it's 15 so minutes early. Being late makes me really anxious. Yeah. Yeah. I need a few minutes. But I need to get there. The trips early, it just taking just kind of mm-hmm. like I've made it to my I'm serious. Every child, I was a kid who was just yeah, and like, what if you get lost? Um, it gave peace of mind. What if you get lost? Anything, anything, anything could happen. What if a train shows up? Like, but when I hold events in my house, I, I always put the time like two hours early because then they show up on time, yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah, and yeah. just. Just for your white friends, because we're going to show up really early. <laughs> and you're not going to know what to do with us. <laughs> what I hope, because, yeah, people. You have to. I've done this for years. And, and you look, family, and you know, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know the family going to be late, and you're going to be a. So always give, like, you know, time for, you know, it's people. <laughs> Some people. And it's. I don't and I don't think there. there is one CP time. I think everybody has their own spectrum. Right. Right. And some people are later than others. That's right. That's right. But it, I did a little chuckle when Irene. That was that's, a, that's like a couple Claire. pages over. Right. I did chuckle when um, Irene was talking. Like, oh, I listen to all the CP time. Oh, no. <laughs> it was like. I was like, oh man, this goes this goes fast. <laughs> so this is not a new phenomenon. <laughs> no. No, it's not. Oh so, anyway, um, so Brian, um, Brian's an ass. And but he is a bit of an ass. I, I roll my he makes you just want my eyes. Ugh, Brian. But I guess I also understand why he's an ass because he wants something that he can't have. And so when you want something you can't have, what ends up happening, you become a baby. Especially if you're a man. Sorry, men. But you become you become children. I mean, you're right. You're right. right. And for all also needing out the fact, not like he's saying, oh, let's just move to Brazil because it's pretty. No. no. Trying to escape the hardships of black people in America mm-hmm. and create a, a peaceful life for his wife, his black son. And he makes that so very clear a couple, like what, chapter three? He makes it incredibly yeah, they, clear. They get it. He is like, yeah. no, yeah. I, if you don't want me to leave this country, my children need to understand what it's like to live in this country. And, and unfortunately, I that is true. Yeah, I agreed with them. I'm trying, but it, as the on, I was trying everything for him. I was trying differently, but I'm still annoyed with him with how he's. I understand Irene's desire to give her kids as carefree of a life as she can for as long as she can. Realistic, but it's totally yeah. unrealistic, and I think that's unrealistic mm-hmm. for everybody. And it gets more unrealistic depending on what other struggles you have to add on to life. Because life is not like that, right. period. And then you add on everybody's internal whatever struggles, external whatever yep. struggles, and it just gets harder depending on who you yep. are. 
and which is unfortunate like it's absolutely unfortunate you hit live right on this thing yeah um right yeah (laughs) it's not like we've never done this before uh but like I kind of get both sides but I feel like they're just so poor at talking to each other and they're so poor at actually communicating it's not a marriage of equals in the sense where they're together being a partnership it is Irene wanting to tell Brian that this is the life they're having and that's it yeah they're not on the same page that's for sure who wants something totally different family but i think they both very much care about their families i think they have good intentions but they they have very different end goals like or desired outcomes like maybe it's better than end goals maybe the same thing but um yeah sometimes i that when when ryan is looking at their family he's thinking about the past boys are most likely to experience at growing up America where I really like no no no, no. we have a good here you have a good job the boys are at a great school I've got social life. help in them like no we we're a dream so I think how they view is very different, very like, different. this is not what I'm talking about you're looking at stuff yeah and talking about providing a, a safe yeah. children. And I don't know what 1920s Brazil was really like, um, but right. from this, it's clear that some people somewhere thought that somehow as a Black person in Brazil, you would have a better life yeah. in the 1920s. And, but yeah, as human labor goes, it, it's definitely cheaper in South America than now than it's ever been in, the North, in North America now. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. when I had my outlaws, you know, they're from Argentina and when my, my rest in peace, great, uh, you know, the grandmother was, my grandmother-in-law was, was before she ended up in a home, it was, does she come back to her apartment in New York or does she stay in Buenos Aires? And it's like, no, you stay in Buenos Aires because I could have a maid stay with you there. I can't, and a maid yeah. that's a nurse and I can't afford that in, in New York, especially, but I don't think you can afford that anywhere in, in the United States. Oh, you got and that? I don't yeah. think that that's yeah. that different in the U.S. 20s mm-hmm. to, I mean, I'm sure having, you know, they had from the text, you know, Brian and, and Irene have a maid in the home in Harlem in the 20s, which is fantastic because, I mean, that yeah. is human labor, being able to have a human labor in your home is 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 a luxury yes. that most people especially in america have never really experienced in any way shape even, or form even you know you right. can go back a, a number of generations maybe in other places or in other countries or even just today and maybe you do experience yeah. that that is such a foreign concept to us here to, to us, exactly yeah. so like maybe in brazil i think they would have a better life in brazil in certain you yeah. know benchmarks they would have a better life but irene is is all about security and this is where she feels safe so this is what she knows yeah. and so she's safe here mm-hmm. so she probably would have yeah. an even better life in brazil in many ways he's a u.s educated doctor i'm sure right. somehow that would right. give him extra clout he would probably have a little bit more money i i, I 
I mm-hmm. do know that I, I, I will fully admit I do not understand the full extent of Brazilian history, but just understanding how South America works in general over yeah. the last hundred and some odd years, they probably would have actually had a, a nicer life in many ways, yeah. down, at least in Brazil. Yeah. Maybe not in Argentina. Yeah, exactly. Argentina's a little racist. Exactly. But... Yeah. So... But but yeah, if they had the best of intentions, they're just at like they're 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 sort of butting heads for the same purpose, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And it's clearly not a love match. And she doesn't admit to that later. Like there's no love there. It's all about security. Right. That was interesting when we got to that part. That was I'll hold it there. But, yeah, but it's yeah. clearly not a love match. Like this is and you know what? A lot of times I think that what has soured some of the some of marriage in in modern times yeah. is that it's a lack of the understanding of the more mundane businessy aspects of a marriage and it's not just maybe about the love and the sex and all the other things there's oh, also yeah. a lot about just establishing a life that you and another human being mutually want to establish together and it's easier to do that as a yeah. unit than it is to ever do that alone yeah and that for sure that is, that is for sure that is i think universal it's always easier to do things in a collective so if you have two of you working towards whatever your your mutual desired outcome is you're going to have a better mm-hmm. life and it doesn't always have to be blow right. jobs and fucking cotton candy like maybe you're exactly. having exactly like, because it's not, not that's not that's not a marriage and you know right. it, it, it has always been some sort of businessy sort of bargain which can be can be I mean, bad but there are pieces of understanding that that can help you have a better relationship exactly exactly but you should like the people you're with and they should respect I mean, that would be they ideal. should respect you and they shouldn't beat yeah. you and you should enjoy each other's exactly. company and there's it, i'm not trying to like right. undermine all of those things but like there are there is exactly. a piece that is always going to be sort of businessy and if you want to continuously well, I mean, make it look, romantical it's a marital contract are you not yeah, you're entering a contract. contract you're saying i'm going to take care of you and you're going to take care of me and these are the things that we're going right. to agree to each other and that's it and we're going to do this until one of us dies right exactly that's that's a contract like that's business so like at some point, it's not just about it's not just about all the fluffy stuff. There is like a lot of non-fluffy stuff, and I think that that gets lost today. This is not about this book, but sure. I think that it gets lost today. But maybe it is about this book because no, but did they understand that there is there is a there is a contract here? They agreed to do something together. Exactly. They agreed. Except uh, uh, no, but knows. Like you know, he's got to basically his kid. Yeah. For me and the for me and the kid, because it's not about them. Because it's not about them. It's contract exactly. It's about these kids. Exactly. And yeah, I do think if we understood a little bit about what we were actually signing up for, I think a little bit of a difference. I think a lot of people are more yeah. thinking about the oh, we get. I really like this person. I really love them. Like let's. I want the wedding. I want the hardware. I want all the things. And you forgot that yeah. there really is. Okay. It's it's a business contract. You're agreeing to create a life with another human being, and not it like is. not and just a baby life. You're, like you're agreeing to create a life 
with another human right. being. And it is and they're probably going to other humans, possibly end up with other humans, but you know, you're creating a life together, and but you're also there to take care of one another and- until you keep going. Yeah. And it is, there's you know? a lot that goes on to that unit. You're making a business contract between humans is there's a lot that goes into that. It's not something to do lightly. No, it's <laughs> divorce. Just, you know the good just good don't enough, so do it lightly. <laughs> do it lightly. It's game. It's not a pretty wet. The wedding event that happens two hours and then that's done. A marriage is a lifetime. Yeah, and it's a lot of work. And and and, it's a and lot anybody of work. who thinks it's not a lot of work, like God bless you if you had one of those. You're rare. It is work. Right. To be a, we are right. not monogamous right. human beings. I I, I we are right. not monogamous animals. It is most animals are not monogamous. Why right. do you think that we are going to be? Exactly. Some of us are. And we see, we see Iran do, uh, struggling with the work. Yeah. They're, they're with struggling. The work. Absolutely but, struggling. But, but it's not some easy murder. We see Iran struggling with the love maintaining a marriage. Yeah. It's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy. And you see nothing on the, on the Claire and John side. Yeah, we, we don't even let go. Well, that goes. John goes on business and probably has a bunch of hookers and a mistress, and and Claire goes and hangs out in, in Harlem. Exactly. Exactly. But that's not the life that Irene wants. They are together right. as a unit doing things. And I don't think that betrayal, if there really is one, because we don't know, it's never confirmed. Well, it's not. Confirmed. But That's we don't hard. know if that betrayal is really betrayal because Claire does something to her husband, or if it's just I think it's and I think that the book pushes the idea that it's about an infringement on Irene's security. Everything's about security. Mm-hmm. How does yes. she get as secure as possible? She does not she did yes. not work this hard to have Claire fucking Kendry. There's her t shirt. Claire fucking Kendry. Show up and ruin it. Right. She worked too hard. Was a pain in the ass man who keeps wanting to go to Brazil, and she spent years <laughs> keeping this man in the U.S. for Claire right. fucking Henry to come in, and because Claire would probably be like, "Woo, let's go to Brazil." Right. And she, she knows that because there's a sense that um, there's a sense of rain. She feels like all the things that Irene wants to do. Irene so what Claire was doing Claire right second. on her. And if Irene gets to Brian, no too. Mm-hmm. 100%. Plus, Claire does not care two shits about her daughter. She doesn't. Obviously. She does not care. Claire, oh, Claire, and that is it. Yeah, that's all she cares about. So, there's no... And men have the lovely ability to just be like, Oh, I made you? Well, that's great. I'll see you. I'll see you never. And here's some money sometimes. Bye. Women yeah. don't get to yeah. do that as easily. <laughs> right. Especially during this time. It was... If her, her marriage implode, what would I then do? Well, he might take the children. He might not. But in our likelihood, it sounds like Brian wouldn't. Right. Unless he could right. take them to Brazil, and then he would. Would. But he'd be really upset he if he would. did that with Claire, because Claire would not care about his... No. No. She does it on her own, so she should be 
mother to your two sons. Yeah, she's not suddenly going to be good at being this mother thing. Right, that's not hard work at all. Like, what's a boarding school? So, How do, where do we, I think they have those in Brazil. That's where they'd be, <laughs> at a boarding school. Yes, that would be right Claire's. her daughter. <laughs> what boarding schools right. you got that got down there in the Brazils? Oh, God. And, okay. So, chapter, okay. I'm trying to chapter figure out. One. So, chapter one... We're in Christmas, by the way. It's Christmas. Yeah, we're the Christmas season, correct. Chapter one is about like an hour and a half of time. Because it's like I, an hour of tea time plus whatever happens beforehand, right? Right. 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 Okay, I, I, was, I was, my notes are sparring to get back. Oh, yeah. So I'm trying to bring us back to what we normally do, which is go chapter by chapter. But basically, Irene oh. is getting ready for this tea party where she has not invited Claire because she doesn't feel like Claire would fit there because Hugh does not like her. I like Hugh. I feel like Hugh is a good ally. I like you. And I want to get line. Um, and Mr. Brian has his own feelings on whether or not Claire should be there or not. Oh, right. So, so she, so I. Is what okay? She tells Brian to like Claire. Yes, and then I hear a little, little bit. And Irene says it just happens. He prefers intelligent women. Oh yes, this part yes. And then it, it says play was startled. Uh, and then Brian says, "You mean you think stupid?" He asked regarding his her that I brought besides the disbelief voice and I got an instant right I took offense because I felt as the reader in a woman of uh, an ally woman that, that he mean and took it here and that made me angry it made me that's no, but I, that's I how I felt I was like and then Brian sticks up for Claire right and so Irene says well, I don't she isn't stupid She's intelligent enough in a really feminine way. has been um, setting for her. So the old hadn't been, made the mistake born a Negro. So, so I made the mistake, you, made me I, laugh hard. I am uh, like you had a might, choice, right? You had a choice coming out of your shoot. If I had a choice, I would be right. freaking rich as hell. I don't care what color I was. I could be purple as long as I was rich as shit. I don't care. <laughs> I I don't know about you. But I think any part of me very much enjoyed how Irene was digging at their intelligence and putting on display that yes, Claire is pretty. That's really all she has, and she knows. She has feminine wiles, and she uses it to her advantage. Yeah. And then Brian calls in yep. as, as he describes. I take it though as slightly feline in its implication. So he's like, "You're just having like." <laughs> cat fights over here and I don't have right. time for this nonsense like let right. me explain you how this is not important exactly. <laughs> because I actually so, want to I, I don't think thing. that Brian ever here's and I know that there's no way for me to prove this but I don't think that Brian has ever done anything with Claire but man do I think he wants to I think he wishes he could get there I think that I think that Claire withholds a lot of stuff because where does your power come? Your power comes from 
from not giving it away, right? That's what, that's what all the people want to tell you to, yeah. you know, whatever. I, I think this is definitely that kind of time period where like all of your power comes from oh. being like, well, I know you want me and I will right. keep dangling you, but I'll let you as long as I can. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's exactly. more of a clear right. MO than it is to right. let give herself to people and use that other side right. of power. Exactly. Exactly. Like it, that's why I, I never think I always get a little mad when women don't understand their power. Like the power of no is an incredibly powerful thing. Like you might think that men have a lot you yeah. got a lot of power in saying no. And like you want oh, yes, this? You All right. Well no until you. Oh yeah. And there's a lot of power in that. And don't forget there that. is that's, that's my there is. Claire Kendry moment. There's a lot of power in that. Okay. There's a lot of power in there's a lot of power in and no, right. very much. So. Never forget and, it. And obviously, because she Esther, that I'm. Well, she could also be a straight up hussy. We don't know. It's never clearly explicit. We don't. But I get the but... sense that because like there isn't anything in there, and I feel like if she had the string of like, I don't know, she was going up to Harlem and getting the string of bows or whatever, like it would be in the text. And I get the sense that but she's to... very flirtatious, and she understands the power of bringing people to that that breaking point and using it to get where she wants to go yes i don't know how to play around with people and, and i think it's a titillating for her to kind of dangle her sniffs and, and her feminine beauty in front of people watching like you know our prior at all first of it away give it away then that desire Gone. For her, I don't think that that's her game. Right? So when she loses that, like she can't hold on to it. Her game is playing that knife exactly. edge. Like that's her exactly. expertise. There's other people that maybe exactly. their expertise is later and like continuing to like be like, oh, you want to keep getting this. But I don't feel like that's Claire. Claire is the pre. Mm. She's not a post. She's a yeah. pre. Yeah. She's a doctress. She wants to keep you just ripping, just waiting. Just... <laughs> For the we're creating new categories of seductresses there's pre and post who are you <laughs> she is the queen pre-seducting she just she yes. wants to like just have you following her and like waiting for yeah. a scrap she's gonna do out. yeah and when i see her or you desire or just want maybe to maybe you'll, she likes maybe that you'll look at me. what i like is that hugh doesn't like that and it's part of me wonders how Hugh's sexuality lays because Hugh and his wife have mm. this weird dynamic, right? Like, where it is they weird. Have this weird dynamic. He's a wild, and that he that time period, he often had people that had different. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you would marry somebody uh, uh-huh. out of convenience, so that Absolutely. they could have a, a more secretive relationship that was condemned. So I wonder, it's, and so. That- you can in a straight man, you know, straight married so man. So I do wonder mm-hmm. how Hugh fits into this. Is he maybe bisexual, or or where does he fit? Does he because he because yeah. he on the queer line at all? Because he definitely sees through Claire. I think he sees Claire's beauty and he sees all the things, but he sees through her bullshit. So he's not there yeah. to be on her bullshit, which makes me go, "What's your sexuality?" So like maybe. Because he's not just like a very straight up pet man. Maybe he right. doesn't fall for her. 
there is part later on where he is having a completely mesmerized. But I think he's mesmerized by her beauty. I don't think that he's mesmerized by her. I think that she herself is just a very fascinating and beautiful because they keep talking i know that part you're talking about and they keep describing her as stunning yeah. and she is stunning yeah. that evening there's something about her that's just you can't keep your eyes away but even hugh sort of i feel like also hugh understands what irene's going i feel like hugh kind of confirms things for irene in some ways in that moment as well so i think that hugh knows more than maybe the average person in the story Whereas everybody else, mm. even the women, are like, oh, Claire is free. Let me go talk to her. Like, yeah, she has, yeah, yeah. Trying to get her, you know, it's like, oh. And Hugh's God. not trying yeah. to talk to her. Hugh doesn't go all no, he is her. Not. But Hugh is, it's almost like he recognizes this seductive property of her. And even right. he can't stop and pause and go, ooh, Claire. Yeah. But he doesn't like her. Yeah. And, and I will be interested to watch Claire work. Yeah. Where? Where people. Why is Nella Larson dead? I know. And what? Can you just interview her mm-hmm. about next time? I mean, oh. I'd be like, incredible. I wish, my, I wish that she was my nurse manager and I can ask her all these questions. I'd be like, well, now that you're here, I've got questions for you. Exactly. While we're changing this patient, let's talk. Okay. <laughs> so, based in where you so said. in chapter three, you <laughs> cleaning up a patient. Right. I I read it. Just read it. Just read it. The fact that just. Just read. Well, I think I think the whole point is like we're in Christmas, right? And you're watching in chapter one, you're watching Irene just go back and forth about whether or not she believes her own assumptions that maybe or maybe not Claire and her husband are having an affair. And we end chapter one and she is like, No, they're not. They're not. They're not. They're not having an affair. And then immediately in chapter two, it's like, Yeah, maybe they are. (laughs) Yeah, where she says, um, so zip impossible it could be oh this is really the assumptions are here mm-hmm. she said of course she said carefully and she did and in spite of my recent remarks and to any party easy on the ice mm-hmm. easy but on that's like the it is a little sad that that's all there is to really Claire at the end of the day I feel bad for Claire sometimes and the fact that all she is is, is like this sex object which I would hope there's more to Claire but we don't know. I mean, I don't I don't feel bad. We don't know. I don't feel bad because she uses it to her full advantage. She does. That's true. So I, I, because of that, it's not feel you know, bad about it. You can use the patriarchy against itself. And I think that is a skill set that shouldn't be poo-pooed on. Um, right. Exactly. To, as long as you're using it for good. Uh, but what I did think was really interesting in chapter one is the discussion between Hugh and Irene when Irene drops the teacup. Like, let's start with for, foreshadowing with, oh, I had yeah. this teacup. It was super duper old, and it's been in this family for a long time, and I haven't been able to get rid of it. And I just thought, do you know how I get rid of it? Oop. I'm just going to drop this teacup. Exactly. But thank you exactly. 
Thank you for covering for me. For taking the fall for me. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Yeah, we'll just, I'll just say it was fall. Thank, thank you. For One. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, a whole hour goes by with Claire, and now finally you're not seeing them interact. So she doesn't talk to Claire right. until the very end of this chapter, which is the very end of this tea party. Yeah. And Claire's on the way out. Like, there's definitely a strain in this friendship. It's gone from part two, yeah. where Claire is always there in their home, and she's almost like this other mother to the children. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. We're out. Yeah, we're out. I didn't like it. Is Claire inserting herself into their marriage? What is happening here? Something's wrong. And then part three, it's like, yeah, something's wrong here. By Christmas time, Irene has soured on whatever has been happening. Right? Yeah. And then I like that um, almost, yeah, almost very end chapter one where they're talking about, or rather, just looking at how our souls flow over, over Claire. Um, and it's, it's almost like she, she's disgusted by it. And she's talking about the husband of Felice Free. Mm-hmm. And she he felt, felt for such piss posh because Claire had a trick of sliding. Yes. over a stomach eyes lifting them suddenly and turning on caressing self. Many freely for it. Brian. Like, ooh. Mm-hmm. But you can like I could just feel this day and her thoughts. I also feel like women continue to have this internal struggle between us. What did I drop? Anyway. Um because we don't like the very serious women don't like the women who are more flirtatious. And I feel like vice versa. And I think there is power in the, I feel like women have, have more power than, uh, than maybe each side gives the other. And right. we, we can do a lot more than I feel like men give us any credit for. Um, Absolutely. And, and we can do it in, in very different ways. It, and, and whatever the thing is that is your, forte let's say and i think that like a claire kendry could be very influential oh sorry Mime streams. Sorry, everybody. We'll be back with Naomi's son taking care of fires. What happened? Oh.
Hi, Stephanie. Hopefully she doesn't burn down the house. It's not much I can do if she's taking care of potential fire. There she is. I'm so sorry. Is everything My okay? deck was literally no. Was on what? Little cockboat thing on my yes. deck. On why? How? I have so many questions. Don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So that's good. Really killed you and got you. Claire fucking Kendra. Every time we have an audio message, if you'd like to play it. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know how this app works, but hi, Alyssa. Oh, it's Steffi. Steph's like, all I can hear is you typing. Uh, guys, but um, deck is on fire. Hey, all right, fire control, you're on fire. You're on fire. <laughs> on air. Just finish it. Okay. That's how you know it's live. So sometimes we have hey. to stop and deal with fire. Right. Well, I said this. This final part was explosive. It is explosive. Do you have one of those oh, like? Okay. No, because you're not allowed to have a fire pit or anything. So you don't even mm -mm. have one of those propane things. Mm -mm. I had a planter that had like had like this rim of it was like one of those plastic planters and had this like rim of I don't know, some sort of floral thing. And it was I guess covered in some sort of gold foil. Some sort of reflective yeah. foil. And one day I came home and half of one of my pots, I had two of them, I still have the one, and one of my pots was completely melted down on one side because I guess it had caught on fire and think I was like, I wasn't home and it caught on fire in the sunshine. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So shit okay. happens. I'm it glad does. you were here and that you uh, I, took care of right? the fire. Good grief. <laughs> Okay. Thank you, Caleb, for alerting Grandma to the. I smell thing, but I was like, "Oh, is someone cooking out." Yeah, your deck's cooking out. Your deck's having a fine ass you know? meal. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Claire Kendrainer having ways, man, taking her deck over. And her having ways. Having ways. Um. Uh what were we even talking about? Oh, wait, there was this art <clears throat> that was right after Irene was talking about how the met over Claire, even Brian, and she's like, um, what do you mean? How would I find the boy? The boy, she had a surgical relief. It embedded, vanished. <clears throat> I feel like Abhorton's 
actually didn't count. She was um, only of a son. That was all. Mm-hmm. all. Alone, nothing. Mm-hmm. And cold. Age boiled. Oh, yes, I have her. rage. I circle too. Yeah. Well, you, like, these, these final chapters are really. So I feel like the second part is really watching Claire have this mental breakdown, right? While she tries to reconnect with a piece of herself that she has excised. And now you're watching Irene have a mental breakdown after Claire has, I guess, embraced her blackness, right? By coming up to her oh, yes. in this, this way. And, and, it's, and exactly. it's destroying Irene's family and Irene's life. And Irene has this great. She is a threat. She's a total threat. Yeah, because I, I wrote something to that effect. Um, what page is it? 21. Yeah, I, I wrote, yeah, I read it to all of the mm-hmm. security that Irene has built from. Mm-hmm. She's over Claire. Like, over Claire. She wants done with it all. She wants her. I, I'm regretting. That encounter I, I invited Claire into her life, right? Mm-hmm. Like, get this bitch out of my house. Most- Why is she in my house? <coughs> She's gonna be boiling exactly. money in a minute. Like, it's gonna be bad. Okay, bad. <laughs> you know you're old enough if you know what that reference is. I think it exactly. matter. People don't know what that is. You all should know what that is. That is that is a classic. Oh, the boy. Classic. Boil bundling. She's a bunny boiler. And bunny. Boiler, mm-hmm. oh man! But but like she gets to this but end where she's like, yeah, no. it hurt hurt like hell. But it didn't matter if no one knew if if everything could go on just <clears throat> as before. The boys were safe. It didn't hurt and it didn't matter. Flip a page. Yeah. But it did matter. <laughs> yeah. Yep, so by exactly. chapter two, and you're just watching this, and 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 like I get it. There is this. Well, maybe I can save face. Maybe I can do this. Maybe I can do that. Like, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. It's fine. No, it's not fine. It's not fine. It's not fine. I take it all back. It's not fine. Right. And and, right. and you're just watching Irene vacillate between these these states of oh. being as she deals with. And she still has no confirmation. Nowhere does she have no. confirmation. It's all assumption. But I say this as a reader. I too made an assumption that it was going yeah. on. Whether he something. does anything or not, Brian is thinking about something. And we already right. know that they're piss poor communicators. So, and we already know that Brian's unhappy. And if he feels like, and here's here's the perfect um, environment to grow a, a cheating relationship in is where one person right. feels like they're not getting what they want and somebody outside comes in oh, yeah. and starts being like oh I give you what you want and Absolutely. then suddenly Absolutely. that person is like well r- really well now I'm interested yeah. tell me about what you would do for me exactly and what I, I think I think Larson did a good job at Making the reader, if there was something going on with with Brian and Claire, you know, as it was as it was other earlier, I, Irene, uh, Claire was around all the time. Also, Claire and Brian were out Vince without Irene. Yes. So, so she's acted these certain ideas throughout the text that would make you think 
oh, there's something going on between there's those something two. something happening here, yeah. Well, that ever really confirming anything. And now you're like, now he's inviting her to things without without consulting his wife. And you're like, well, wait a minute. No, 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 no. That's Claire felt about it. When did you start caring I don't care about how Claire feels, feels. The same the about Claire. Exactly. This is about your What are you talking about? Exactly. So that was very, very strange, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I get the vacillating. I get the like, I'm, you know, it's fine. It's not fine. It's fine. It's not fine. I can deal with this. Yeah. I can't deal with this. Yeah. And yeah. she's even like, even in chapter <clears throat> two, she starts going around and she's like, you know, he's never cheated before. Even if he has, it's never been, he's never brought it home. Right. It's never, if he's done anything, Eight. he's always kept it elsewhere. And, and why exactly. would he do it now? So he, he, it can't be real, but it can be real. But I don't know. And, and so we're just in this mental turning that is it's like a loop. It's a loop. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Poor it's Irene. Good. Poor, poor Irene. I feel bad for Irene, but then also we need to remember Irene is telling us all this. Right. So Irene is not perfect. Oh, as we saw, she's got her, her own crap. You know, <clears throat> you know, just this whole body trying to keep Brian's mind, his desire, Brazil. But she's got her, her own shit that she needs That is on the. Oh, okay. So, But in chapter two, we start seeing like the sinister side of Irene. Oh, because yeah. her plot. She starts thinking about all the ways that she could make maintain her security. It all comes down to maintaining her security, right? How do I maintain my status quo? And Irene, I'm sorry, Claire can never be free. If Claire is ever a divorced woman, that is the biggest threat to her marriage of anything. Absolutely. How do you get rid of Claire? And those are the words that keep coming up. How do I rid myself of her? How do we get rid of her? And then she starts dealing with her issues with race and suddenly it becomes an issue of do I, do I concede to my race or to the person? Right. Right. And she's read about this is even a question Mm -hmm. of something that she has to decide. Um, it's a great frustration. All she has to look with March or is it May? Whatever. Yeah. Cause that's when she goes. Yeah. Mr. Bellew. Bellew. And it's like, well, maybe Mr. Bellew can find out that she's been coming to Harlem. She can't find out. He can't find out. She can't wish it on her that he finds out that she's actually a black woman. She can wish harm on her daughter. That I I thought was very interesting. Like, that was fine. Maybe the daughter gets Uh, very sick, something, yada, yada. That's fine. Irene got no problem with that. Irene, mother of the year. Don't right. care about wishing harm on the daughter. But God forbid, heaven forbid, she says she wishes that John finds out that she's that she's black. Because I think that at the end of the day, Irene doesn't want her to die. She just wants Irene to not, I'm sorry, Claire to not be in her life and threatening her marriage. Exactly. And exactly. if Bellew finds out that his wife is a black woman, she's dead. And I think Claire, yeah. I mean, Irene is clear that Claire will be dead if that, that happens. Yeah, yeah. I think that in the sense he did when she, she first met him, kind of secured mm-hmm. that thought for her, like, oh, the way that he would even allow her to continue living, having found out the betrayal, have, you know, it happened. Yes, to him by yes. her. His yes, name. yes. Hmm? And you and I discussed that mm-hmm. back and forth often, and like, 
here it's really confirmed that like that is gonna happen like that is the real true fear she is going to die and no yeah. one's gonna care that she died <coughs> no one there is no and I think one. that's why Nella Larson talks about the lynching there mm-hmm. is this there suddenly yep. you bring in at the very end here we're talking about this this harm that gets done to black bodies because of white fear Right or right. white anger or white aggression, and it doesn't exactly. exist until this moment because now we're coming to the head, and it exists in this text because we need to discuss it right now. And this is why it comes yep. up now as opposed to earlier. There's no reason to talk about exactly. it earlier. Nope, there's all the reasons because yeah. this is yeah. the reason why it's okay for the daughter to have something happen to her. It's okay for this to happen. All these other things that you would normally think would be too far, right? But if he just finds out that she's in Harlem hanging out with black people, it's enough right. of a stain to get her out of her life without necessarily harming Claire. Exactly. Because we still think that maybe Irene also has a crush on Claire. Is the betrayal also that it's with Brian and not with her? so on the fence about this because until part. part three there is this like weird lesbianish thing going on there in part three that ends yeah and that element yeah. it doesn't exist anymore so did we all read that in there or does whatever irene feel get trumped by the threat to her security of claire taking brian <clears throat> The threat to Irene's comfy life precedence. That nothing tops that. Tops that. that. Threatening the life built like that's it. Yeah. She, that's it. She's very proud of the life she's built. And she's spent a lot yes. of effort into doing that. Yes. She has. We are. Here we are with Miss Claire Cambry. And so now we're are we at three three now? I guess we're at three now. We rapidly progress through this this yeah these, this part here. And her her only solution really is that she needs John to find out that she's been coming to Harlem. That's what she needs John to figure out. Right. And guess what happens? Yeah, happens. And answer switch. Very next day, I'm face to face with Billy, and there we. But whoopsies. She's not alone. She's not alone. (laughs) And she's not with somebody else who can pass. That's right. Right. She is this was clearly a blend. And tell you. (laughs) Kick of that. And he is confused, to say the least. He is he is very slightly baffled. Just it. (laughs) And yet everything keeps Claire's secret. She doesn't really. She yep. doesn't reveal to Felice that the friend she's with that. No, this is actually Claire's husband because Felice knows Claire. She doesn't say no. Exactly. This is Claire's husband because they're because Felice is poking fun at her and going, "Oh, you've been passing, have you?" Uh huh. She's like, right. "Oh, you funny girl." Like clearly, yeah. yeah. Felice thinks it's all a little bit of a joke. I kind of like Felice. Felice is like, you yeah. Know, She's like, you know, you yeah. gotta do some things sometimes to get by. Like, it's all right. Like, I get it. I right, get right. It. Sometimes you want to get. It is a little 
what Shank thinks she's a little just I think she is because she goes but into it like there's multiple sentences to explain that she's never Why? quote and- disguised as a white woman. I, I've never met this guy. I, I you know she's trying really hard to be like, no, I've only done it so time. So these, in these scenarios, and it's fine because I don't right. do it all the time. But like this man is the only man that I've ever met disguised as a white woman. And I understand why she would continue to be disguised as a white woman yeah. because he would lose his shit if he found out that she wasn't a white woman. So like, yes, she would yeah. keep your trap shut and you wouldn't say a damn fucking thing. Right. But because mm. John Bell, you ain't a nice man. No. But I do think it's interesting. We'll get to that part at the end. But there's a part that I think is kind of a little interesting. But okay, um, it gets lost in sort of I think the hubbub of everything. Um, yeah. But she never says anything to Felice, and then they end up at this mm-hmm. party that Claire's at Felice's that Claire mm-hmm. is going to go to, and she can go to because John is supposed to be away in Philly. Right. Claire can leave the house like a teenager playing hooky while her parents are away doing whatever she wants. She's going to go. She's going to go have some fun uptown. Yeah, she's going to be with them. Mm-hmm. No one mm-hmm. And I, I think it's interesting this whole idea of like there's a couple things going on. There's there's Irene sitting at this party and she's sort of, you get the sense of the party happening around her and she has no engagement with yes. it. And then she goes and sits yeah. in this window and she just, I just get this idea for like smoking cigarettes and dropping them out. So you're just constantly watching this fall happening for, for a while at this party until somebody goes, oh, Irene, Irene, you might not want to sit there. You know, something might happen. And then, right. Mr. Bell, you shows up. Mr. Bell, you up. And uh, uh, nobody expected that. <laughs> Where's that pun? Hmm. Trying to flip to it. Okay, oh, well, we skipped part. the whole lynching part, right? I guess we didn't talk about the lynching part. Oh, oh. I, I mean, it was, yeah. Yeah, Jim, Jim, chapter, beginning of chapter four is when, as when Brian is having this whole conversation because one of his sons asks about so, one, somebody being lynched and why do people lynch people and yada, yada, yada. I really right. just undermined that, and I'm sorry about that, but we already discussed it. But uh, yeah, and, yeah. and there's yeah, that, that's that's that being debate the between up. the parents of whether or not they should know about it. And I, and I, what I liked was, was Brian's response. Actually, it was that like, you know, when you say it's because they hate us, and it's why do they hate us? Because they fear us. And I think that that is a right. very, very true statement that continues to this day. There is this fear of Absolutely. losing your spot as peeing on top whatever that right. means right and yeah. why does it matter i still don't understand why that even matters but i'm a product of right now so i don't understand why it matters who's on right. top but i you know people coming out of the late 1800s probably mm-hmm. cared a hell of a lot more about losing their hierarchy Absolutely. to a bunch of you know people that they deemed inferior Absolutely. So, and, and it's where he and Claire, I mean, he and I <clears throat> really yeah. about this yeah. whole thing. And, and I don't know, it's a little nasty. I mean, it, it, like they were going for the judge each other. But it also feels like the first time they've really had a discussion. 
most of the time they avoid everything. I was like, this is where Brian's like, no, if you're going to make me stay in this backwards ass country, I am going to teach my children what it means to be black in this country so they could be ready to deal with the nonsense and the the hatred and all the bullshit that they're going to have to deal with. He says, evidence of proper preparation for life and their future happiness. And I feel I had my duty, but I didn't get some inkling of what's before them. It's the lucky. I wanted to get them to place to go. Wouldn't let me. I gave up the ideas you objected. Don't ask me to give up anything. Mm-hmm. Line freaked Irene mm-hmm. out. She's like, respect everything. What happened? Could that mean? And she takes her like Claire Hendry. Claire Hendry. Also, I don't think there really is an affair. I think that Brian is very dissatisfied. I think Brian wants an actual partner, and he wants somebody he can actually talk to. And I think that Irene wants somebody who's going to do the things she wants them to do. And that's it. Yeah, do the things I want. Yeah, and I think that they are yeah. unable to see that they both want the same end goal, which is that they want to create the best life they can for their children. Right. But the problem is they have a different view of what it looks like. Exactly. They've... She thinks they are it. And Brian's like, no, Brian's like, no this is better life it. somewhere else. And and Irene's like, no, exactly. no, no. No, 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 no. Exactly. They're my children. Right. So yeah, you're right. The goal is the same. But the looks on the outside is completely totally different. different. Yeah, the match. Doesn't match. And this is they're going to continue butting heads because they just cannot understand each other because they each think that they are right and they probably are each right in their own ways. So it's how hard exactly to to budge somebody. It's not like one is truly wrong, right? So it's so hard to budge the other one, which is. There's your difficulties in marriage. There's your whole, this is why it's a business partnership. We have to work together. Yada, yada, yada. We discussed mm-hmm. all this earlier. But here they are having it. Finally, after like all this time, finally, finally having it out about something. Finally. Finally having it out about something. Something in the room has been. If I'm going to stay here, boom. He said those words. And, 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 yeah. and you, he's pussyfoots around it for a while oh yeah so, oh yeah, yeah. i'm going to stay here if you're going to make me do these things no i'm going to talk to my sons about what it's really like to right. be here and what they have to be prepared for and what they have to worry about and what they, and i don't think he's wrong i think it's wrong he's that he has not. to have these conversations but he is not wrong for having them rest that what he said it was valid 100 percent and I yeah. get the mother's desire to keep their kids from having to live in a world where you have to do that. But the reality is your kids are not children anymore. Your kids are not little babies. World. You cannot isolate them. You could barely isolate them when they were younger, it sounds like, because he had to explain to the kids what the N-word meant because somebody called one of right. the children that. And right. this is their world. This is their life. Somebody has to be real with them. It's the reality. The reality. Yeah, but I can uh, tell you that Claire fucking Kendry ain't gonna care two shits about your kids, Brian. So keep it in your pants. Not at all. Not at all. And then they go to a party. A full party. Okay, let's get to that. 
and it's been snowing so, and it's cold. Exactly. <laughs> yes, yes, you barbershed how the just the jumping around bringing a very mm-hmm. stuck, I guess. Just She's in a mood. She's not on her mind. But there's also like these moments with Claire. Like Claire's like, what do you mean it's a sixth floor walkout? Because she's right. like, well, I live on the 17th floor. He's like, yeah. And Brian's like, well, have you ever actually like, I don't know, walked up some stairs? Right. 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 Well, this is the real world. Well, Welcome to Harlem, woman. We walk up six flights of stairs. Yeah, we, it's weird. <laughs> Not downtown, sweetheart. We walk. (laughs) Exactly. But there's just this party going around and around and around. It's kind of like a fever dream, this like weird party. Doesn't it feel like a dreamscape? It does. Um, I kind of be there. Oh, I want to know what's happening so badly. I just want to, even if just being a fly on the kind of want to be. Yeah. I want sound something. I just kind of want to feel these people out now. I think that I think that they all have, well I, we don't know anything about Claire really but I think that Irene actually has a very interesting group of friends. Too. Yeah. I do too. too. Yeah. I think they actually yeah. have a good time. I think that Claire is very yeah. much yeah disrupting the status quo. There's no doubt it. There's no doubt about it. She is um just a big wrinkle and Irene's and she wants to iron well, she's gonna iron it out. Iron. She's gonna iron it out. She says. Claire also so, uh, let's just set the scene. Irene gets hot. Irene opens the window. She sits by the mm-hmm. window and has some cigarettes and watches the cigarette butts mm-hmm. fall down. Someone calls her away from the window. Window's vacant. John Bellew yep. shows up. John Bellew shows up. I was not ready for that. Mm-hmm. So, 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 um, hold up. I mean, heard his voice in the hall. Kelsey, your your wife? Sorry, I'm afraid you're wrong. Perhaps next cut off. I'm not wrong, Mr. Best. I bet feels and she's with them. Better stand out of my savior yourself in the end. He's worried up. He's ready to go. He's ready but to go. He don't forget that somewhere in here, someone reminds him that you're the only careful, you're the only white man here. So he's coming in, coming in charge. I read she. Uh Irene say that. I think Irene does say it. And she's like, be uh, careful, you're the you only quickly, white man careful. here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're not in your powerhouse so, right now. You're in our powerhouse. Right, be careful. Right. But look about when Drove's in there in a very mm-hmm. like fashion. So you're a, a dirty nigger. His voice was a snarl, moan, expression of rage and of pain. That's when Irene was. You're the only white dude here. Take a seat <laughs> for a second. All right, sir. Look at the surrounds. Yeah. And there's Claire. So. But Claire doesn't do much. Claire just slowly backs herself over to this window. Hey, I, I, I want to where you are. Because to me, I like Claire 
almost maybe felt relieved that she was finally. I think there is probably a relief. I agree. But okay. What do you think? I think that that bitch pushed the other bitch out the window. <laughs> I hundred percent do. I think. I think because what Irene's running and then she touches her and that's all you remember is touching her arm and the magic she she's out of fucking window. No. You pushed that woman out a window. You were like, no, he's going to divorce her now. I'm going yeah, to shove I'm with her out a window. She's right there. I, 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 I can so. just, like the teacup, bump into her, and out she goes out the window, yeah. and I don't have to worry about her. Yeah. Because the next thing... Because as soon as she's falling out this window, that's when John is calling after her, like, my God, my God. I don't think mm-hmm. that John had any intent in mm-hmm. physically harming her. Despite everybody's preconceived maybe ideas that he might. I didn't, that little, that one little nine, that gasp of horror and above the sound, not quite human, like a beast in agony. He's screaming, my God, my God. He doesn't, right. right. he's screaming after his wife. Because whatever. Whatever racial issues there are, they still have years together. So you have a very complex relationship that's not just about black and white. There's a very complex relationship having here that we've never even had a chance to unpack because she goes out a fucking window. But I don't think that he pushes her. Though he does suspiciously disappear. (laughs) He does. The only reason I think is because line here says what happened next Irene will never afterwards allow herself to remember never, never. Yeah. that one line because is it what, what, what this line made me say it's I that push there yeah. I do, do that so you was angry enough to push yeah. her I was angry to do it but I read to it but I don't know if he would because that that line, that next line where he is like, or two lines down where he is screaming and gasping in horror I don't think yeah. that he, whether he would have or not if she had got, beaten him to it, she may have beaten him to it, but I think yeah. I don't think he did it because he's gasping, I don't think you shove some out of a window and then actually gasp in horror oh my god, maybe you do, I don't know, I've never pushed anybody out the window, I'll let you know if I ever do but like Maybe yeah. Walt, this is the internet, but <laughs> like, <laughs> but I don't think you scream. Like, I get this like sense that he is like, oh my god, like he is like legitimately in shock. Yeah. That she's gone out this window, right? And 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 yeah. and Irene's just like, I rushed over there and I put my arm on her arm, my hand on her arm, mm-hmm. and then she's out a window. But and then she's out a window. No, but you pushed her. But. Although, Mitchell could have pushed it at that moment, realized, oh my god, it's like, oh my god, what did I do? Oh my I still think Irene did it. I think Irene is more, I think she because Irene has been plotting this. Irene has been talking about getting rid of Claire for like three chapters. She's like, how do I get rid of Claire? Not, yeah. how do I, whatever, how do I separate Brian from, get rid of. She is trying to rid herself of Claire. And, and the right. case I was trying to remember, I was remember like last episode. I think we were talking about 
uh, a divorce case in that they, they, they mention it here and it's the Rhinelander case. And that case actually wouldn't even work here as precedent because it, they're very different. And, 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 and John yeah. would, Claire would have ended up with nothing because in the Rhinelander case, it is clear that the husband knew that his wife was black and, or partially huh? black. And here it sounds like he has no idea. Like Claire has totally bamboozled him into thinking she's a white woman. And that's it. And, and, and they could get a divorce, but like Claire would never have whatever the other woman had. They're very different cases. Um, For sure. But like a divorce is possible, sure. But like, would they go through it? I don't know. But you know what really helps? Pushing the bitch out a window really helps. Right. Right. Well, Irene Plus, Irene is scared that she's part. not dead. Then you go like a page later, and Irene's like, "Oh shit! Right. I should have gone downstairs with everybody else. Let me hang. Let me get right. down there. What if she's not actually right. dead?" Right. Exactly. So John does disappear the, the real quick, thing. though. But he probably doesn't want to be caught in Harlem with his dead oh, wife. He's like, not right. He doesn't want no. not all of that. I, I need I need deniability here. I need to be able to be like, right. I don't know what she was doing up there <laughs> or why the, she's The other thing, thing that makes me think that is because Irene has said a few things that we can't let Mr. Bill or Brian know about how that she had mm-hmm. one because her claimed divorce would be that would start Irene yep. yep. So again, the easiest thing to do is just push to get rid of her. Yeah. Push her out the window. Push her out the window. Yeah. Because what she wanted was for Bellu. Well, I think what she was hoping when Bellu saw her, and what she says prior to Bellu seeing her is what she really wants. The perfect solution that that Irene figured out was that if. Somehow it could come to light that Claire has been hanging out with black people. That'll be right. enough to taint her to make Bellu take her away and get her mm-hmm. out of her life. Exactly. Not, and she doesn't have to betray her race. She doesn't have to do anything. She just needs somehow for Bellu to find out she's been going up to Harlem. That's all she That's needs. That's it. Instead, <laughs> Bellu puts two and two together. And realizes that his wife's not actually white and ends up at this party in exactly. Harlem. Yep. And here we are. And there he comes. And here we are. Clear off the window. And I, but I still think, I feel like Irene is very murderous throughout these last couple chapters. She's really like flirting with sanity. And oh, yeah. And I, oh, I just yeah. think she pushed her out the window. John does do disappear. Too. And I think that Irene is very lucky that she has this friend that's just like, oh, she just, I don't know. She just fainted. Because it sounds like there was a lot going on. And I can understand how some people might be looking one way at the screaming white man. And then someone else is looking over here. Maybe someone's just coming out of the bathroom. And it's like, what the fuck is happening here? It's a party. It's happening. You know, so. But because I'm traveling so much in this last part she was really through it and I do believe that I don't necessarily save her marriage. her marriage and to keep the security that she has you know, for herself she didn't want any of that that woman is 
to give her out that, that woman pushed that woman out the window. That is where I stand on that. She did. She did I don't. I just she don't really think. Did. I think that there would have been less messy ways for John to get rid of his wife that would have been quieter than for him to push her yeah, out that yeah. window. But we're talking a lot of things can happen the sure. of the moment. You know. I mean, we can very well see what our but I think if a bunch well maybe not maybe not I was going to say I would think that if a bunch of like a whole room of black people saw one white man push a a woman out the window would they be believed and maybe not I was like let me back that up it's 1920 they might not be believed a room of like god knows how many black people still might not be believed right but which is everything happened so fast one by the next minute, she was dead. So much that bitch was out the window. Really no. Boom. Gone. I think that bitch got pushed. I think Irene pushed her right out that window. I think Irene was like, "Get the it'd fuck out of funny. my life, you like bunny boiler." If you're funny, it, it'd be funny if it was really like we just decided to just just well, I think that there is some discussion about that. So, like a little while back, um, Claire. Irene asked her what, um, somewhere in this part, Irene asked her what she would do. Has she ever thought about what she would do if John ever found out? And I think all he says, she says, like, yes. Like, that's her first answer. And Mm -hmm. you know how, like, she likes to kind of let it sit there for a little while. So she's like, the only answer you get for a few lines is just... Irene, I'm sorry, Claire saying yes. And then later, Claire mm-hmm. says, I'm trying to find it, that she would just leave or something like that, I think is what she said. Um, here it is. Oh, the, I, I know that I'll do what I want to do more than anything else right now. I'd come up here to live. Harlem, I mean. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be able to do as I please when I please. So, right. so she kind of confirms for Irene that if yeah. if she has any sort of freedom, she's coming to invade her territory. So she that is. bitch has to go out the window. She's she gotta, gotta go out the window. Out the window. <laughs> if not, she's coming for her. She's coming for her. And that's she's coming for Everything, buddy, boiler. Yep, bunny, fucking boiler. Claire, fucking Henry, man. Claire, fucking Henry. Fancy. We got on this live. We saying that that passing is an ex book club because there are players. So many things happen. This was the first choice. And it's also really okay. short, which is nice, especially like if you're starting a book club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot to discuss here. They're freezing really, how much there is to discuss really, in there. For like, what is it? It is my copy. Something page. 114 pages. I don't know what your copy is. Not that. You know, mine is both and both her novels. See, like this very short. This yeah, and passing. So, um, don't let the tininess yeah, it, fool you. She packs a lot into there. Every line is very, very purposefully chosen. I think I just spit on my computer, yeah. but everything's very purposefully chosen. Yeah. If you haven't read, we highly, 
highly, highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. That brings us to what are we reading next? The next. Why is your copy always prettier than mine? Oh. No. I do meaning that. Uh, <laughs> we are reading the biography of an ex colored for the next book in the passing project. By James, very James Wendell Johnson, also a very tiny book. This is nineteen tens, like nineteen somewhere in the nineteen tens. This comes out twelve. Nineteen twelve. This is the twenty passing was the twenties. This is we're backing it up a little bit and then we'll a little and bit. then we'll go forward. But um we're gonna try. I I have another James Wendell Johnston. I think it's God's trombone. I think I have a selection of his poetry somewhere in this house. Somewhere. Okay. I have a lot of things somewhere in this house. You. It's a little house, um, but man, do I have a lot of shit in here. It's a lot. It's a lot of books. Uh, so if you, you all went along with us, get yourself a copy of biography of an ex-colored man, and, and uh, join us on our next comment we'll have about this. Yeah. I think this will be, what, one show? I think so. It's so short. Page. There's no yeah. reason to drag it out, at yeah. least right now, until we read it, and then we might decide that we right. want to drag it out. I don't know. I don't know how we would, right. but um, but, I mean, it's it's. Let's see, it says it's anonymous it's an, an anonymous narrator. That's hard to say all at once, mm-hmm. which I do love an anonymous narrator. Um, and it follows the events of an American of mixed ethnicity whose exceptional, my brain, uh, gin, is exceptional abilities and ambiguous appearance that allow him unusual unusual social mobility. You should be reading this, not me, gin, from the rural, rural south to urban north and eventually to Europe. So it's definitely going to be an interesting ride. Um, and I thought that the conversation that Robert Jones Jr. was starting on Instagram, just to circle back to the beginning, was a really interesting yeah. conversation to, to just discussion to start among peoples. And you and I had a really interesting discussion that morning mm-hmm. just about, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like yeah. what yeah. what is racial identity? What does it mean to be whatever it is that you're saying you are once we become right. so mixed? Like, who defines who we are and you know i started watching and i didn't finish it um book community today and she was talking about the anthology of um i guess like latin latinx authors i guess that are putting together Mm -hmm. this anthology of short stories and there's some problematic ones in there i guess and somebody posted I guess the actual origins of all these authors and many of them have heritage from various um, Latin yeah. countries, but they're actually like U.S. based. Either born or mostly were raised here. And then right. I don't know what the context of she, and even Jess is like, I don't know. I just found this in my screenshots. I don't remember what the yeah. context was, but I found this. And um, but it does relate to the question, like what, how do what what is it like who defines the validity of your culture i guess like or your or your racial identification right if you once you get mixed or like if you if you're born here are you american or are you american this or can you still be the voice for right. that and it's just very layered and complex it's very, it's tricky. very tricky yeah 
and, and there's obviously yeah. like some people that are you know less problematic than others and there's people that try to be like the voice of the indigenous people and they're like second generation new yorkers who happen to be like x or whatever you know like that's very mm-hmm. different than yes. maybe somebody who's just born here but is i don't know pick something puerto rican and trying to talk to the puerto right. rican experience like maybe you, you miss a piece because you know you're yeah, not exactly puerto rican. so it, it's there's just a lot going on with how you define identity and period like let's be really yeah. clear it's, it's how do you define identity period i think is what we're all trying yeah. to figure out um mm-hmm. is how we identify ourselves yeah it's so complicated yeah it really is and it was not it's this complicated when you or i were young you were black i was no, white no, you were straight that, i'm that straight it. if you weren't straight you were gay yeah. and like that was <laughs> that was it like, maybe that, you were bi maybe you were bi um sometimes men nobody like to wear nice clothes though yeah nobody's it's just different now and it's not like, because these about people didn't exist now, like it's just we just that. didn't have these terminologies we didn't have the ability to break us we down we didn't have that's yeah. we wouldn't have it. Yeah. We did not any of it. So we were like, I just feel like we're living in an interesting period of time where people are starting to develop the language to explain who they are in a more defined way. And it's just getting really interesting yes. watching it all sort of unfold. Right. But it is lovely that people can right. actually finally express who they are. Because it's so hard to be like, I mean, it's easy if you fall within a norm. Like, I can't say that I'm ever stressed. I fall within norms. Like, it's it's easy. Like, I, I know what I am. Right. But, right. God, it's got to yeah. suck to not be able to describe who you are. That has to be horrible. It's to be the most hating thing. Never feel like you identify with something. Yeah. To finally start to have yeah. terms and, and places and people that you can yeah. talk to and be like, I am like you and you are like me and let's actually have exactly. a discussion and understand each other better so that I cannot feel so out of place because nobody wants to feel out of yeah. place but then it's really hard no. because you have old ass people that like us who don't understand everything and then you have old ass people not like yeah. us who don't understand anything and are really against it because they don't understand I was it to say, and not just them but, but are against it and you cannot understand like I don't understand the validity and the patience I don't understand a lot of things but Please explain it to me because I'm not here. Like I don't care. Like if you come over to me, you tell me you're purple and you're right. and you're a unicorn. I'm like, great, that's awesome. Tell me about your unicorn. Right, step apart. Right. I don't give I, a shit. Whatever makes you happy. I don't really care. I don't care. I don't care who identify. I don't care. I don't care. Are you? Are you person? happy? Are you happy? Are you do you person? do good things? That's all I care about. That's really all I care. I don't care about what you are. That, that's actually not my business. We're Give two shits. It's not my business. It's your business, your life. No part in it. I have no right to it. No. It's not for me to like or like. like. It's nope. It's not my business. I, I am. Your life. I am not your. I am as not, long as you're not hearing people, nope. it's all good. I am not your judge nor your jury. I don't care as long as you're a decent human being. But there's definitely people that take a lot of offense to anything that goes oh, against the norm. Yeah. And you're like, well, why is oh, it yeah. why yeah. is it bothering you so much? That's the question I always have. Is like, what is why it you doing to your life? Choices are ruining your life. It doesn't make any difference to my life. You know, it's not affect if it, if it is bettering another human being's life to be X and doing nothing to me to be Y. Why does it matter? Exactly. Exactly. Let people live. Yeah. Anyway. Let people live. Let people live. Let people live. 
That's it. The gin-filled kitty cat says, <laughs> let me hold him. Yes, and read books. Uh, Excited. Really enjoy discussing passing with you. Me too. It was a ride. It was a ride. <laughs> I hope this one is... I, I did not know it was going to get that. I don't think this is going to be as good as passing, but hopefully it's at least entertaining. No. And, I, and we're going to get more yeah. passings. I think they're going to show up. And it's going to go like this. So, and we're going to get some great things so. and not greats. But hopefully this is good. Yeah. Uh, Shall we mention to the people something new that TBR has just launched? Our website, you mean? Quietly. Our website. We have a website? Web- yes, we do. We do have a website. So, website. I've got some writing to do. On our website. What the website means. I've got some. It's okay. It's okay. If you want to see anything, there's you know, TV for the month, what the past project is doing. Just go to TBRLoadout.com and you can get all the good info. And subscribe to our newsletter. Oh, yeah. Please subscribe to our Thank newsletter. You. We're getting our, we're slowly getting our ducks in a row. Like, we're real. We're, real, we're a real group. We really exist. We really are doing things. We're just, we really. Welcome yeah. to the birth of TBR Lowdown. And I hope you enjoy. Welcome to our. And it'll be getting yes. that's the beginning. So you yes, are tbr.com. Visit us. All that good stuff. Share with friends. Yes, please. And join us reading oh, these. We're doing lots. We do please. lots of different things. There's so many ways to diversify the way that you read and not just read the same mm-hmm. old nonsense that's pushed to you. Not that it's not good. It's nonsense is mean. Nonsense means that it has no value. No. There's lots of things you can read that are just mainstream, but there's so many other things you could get to. So I'm excited for you and I to start our really difficult, um, our challenging classics. Oh, do you want to give a free announcement that you can tell so, what So I was talking, excited about as everything it. happens, I was randomly talking to Naomi and I decided I really wanted to read Ulysses and I asked who would want to read Ulysses with me and the only person who really was excited about it was Naomi. And um, we decided to make it a TBR lowdown project um, of just sort of reading really, I'm sorry, I'm like spitting everywhere, really challenging classics. Um, Not like your normal classics that sort of everybody reads all the time, but the ones that everybody sort of shies away from or lies about reading um, to make themselves sound smart. Like actually try to read these really difficult um, classic novels and and see what it's about. Like why is Ulysses this? You know, right. modernist like epic right. book. Why? Yeah. Um, from things I've I've watched, um, it sounds really fascinating. This like treaties that follows like every like kind of writing from like like earliest writing forms through modernist some the um, stream of conscious writing. There's Mm-hmm. every chapter's different like it just sounds bizarre like i understand why most people don't finish it but right try to tackle the weirdo the weirdo strange challenging classics that are like very highbrow i don't know why this is my highbrow highbrow people highbrow. snooty things that wow. you know your, 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 your classic lit majors will be like yes i love you this is my favorite right and, and we're like and most- you know, like the hard fiction novels to read. Cruise and there has are to be several in there. blog posts. Like, lists. Yes. I've, yes. I've been yes. wanting to read the first book.
book of truth. What is it? Swan something? That first chunk? It's on a list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's on my list of things. Uh, but yeah. I'm thinking about so, what would you choose in my Four books a yeah. year that are like super, super genius? Yeah. You're not going to like kill y'all with like, like a book every, every month. Like maybe just three or four a year. Where we try to tackle to these incredibly crazy just classics or whatever like like lit fic um books that mm-hmm. people are like only oh, this the, the most intelligent of us actually read. right which right. i am not right. saying that i am one of them so i may not understand anything we are talking about i'm not going to speak for naomi she's quite smart but she can speak for herself but i might not understand everything so we're gonna try i'm just here for the ones i i did super shy a book i will say so that here. I did read James Joyce's Dubliners as part of my my huh? read like Lacey. And I do yeah. like his writing, but they're very okay. different books. So Yeah. At least but okay. it is a little hard. You would think that like Irish wouldn't be that hard to like get into. There's definitely a lot of Irish stuff that like like lingo uh, wise that Right. Huh? Yeah, so okay. we may need okay. we may need some La Google. We may need La Google. Yes. Google. Well, so, tuned for official announcement of that and what books we plan on. You know, we already just do two this year. Two, yeah, maybe so, so one or two this year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so one more detached out. Are we yeah. going to talk about our May reads at any point? We probably do that i only read one of them because y'all scared me for the second one. Oh god well you know um my setup is breaking down here so that's how you feel about this you're just like i'm gonna break down the setup forget this i'm out of here so i've only These read Rich and Singles. Right. And i did i was one idea this um Yeah. I don't really need to say. I, I don't know what to when say. When is Emma done? Whenever Emma's done, we'll, we'll go over it. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe I'll so, get, maybe I'll read a few chapters of this and see if I like it. Some people really liked it. Those people. <laughs> well, here's my fear. Okay. So here's my fear. So this is like, sort of I'm probably gonna get it's somehow sort of like an Asian sort of inspired story right so like the setting's kind of somewhere in Asia am I wrong Uh, and it's kind of environmentally based right sci-fi I don't know I thought thought maybe it was but I could be wrong I could be wrong that could be irrelevant but anyway if but hang on I know but it's, it's very, very, it's very light, light, light. But here's how I feel. Light. If you want sci-fi that deals with environmentalism, that's maybe like got like some sort of like Asian event to it. I don't know where it went, but just read Claire and the Sun. Because that thing was Probably fantastic. Fantastic book. Yeah. Um, and my worry is that I'm going to read this and it's going to be between your... DNFing. Um, other people's 
very much dislike of it. And after reading Clara and the Sun, I'm like, what? I just feel like Clara and the Sun's the better book. We preface this if you're gonna by be saying... in this genre of like sci-fi lit that deals with environmentalism, right? But let me also uh, um, say that sorry for this angle, like all of my breaking down here, my whole setup. Um, that number one lady. Okay. Yeah, I'm an old lady. So, so, so both of these books <clears throat> are white. Yes. I'm not a white writer. It's okay. Um, None of our books it, are white this month. Well, I'm not really a white writer. Uh, uh, so, a lot of times, I read very young me. Too young to old lady here. Yeah. There are some white, and I have not figured out why. I like, like, I love Dread Nation. I like that duology. I like the hair assassin piece. You like Dread Nation. A- you know why you like Dread Nation? Because it was well written. Um, you you connect, it's dark, and you connected with the characters real fast. And there yeah, was enough yeah. action to not be bored. Yeah. And I true. feel like that's that true. was what was missing and which is steeped in gold is there there is like a connection missing somewhere it's taking and it took so long for me to care and by the time i cared they like lost me right but because i'm a reader i don't really know what's about ya books and these could be typical so if you're a writer you may enjoy them that's why I but think I'm Emma's not. opinion means a lot more than ours. I think Emma's much more yeah. of a YA reader. She's closer to the demographic yes. than our old asses. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. That's what I want to say that because oh, yeah. I'm we coming from a definite, different place. I'm coming from the old. We have internal biases that we cannot over. Yeah. over <laughs> what's it called? Override. That's what I was trying to say. Override. Seriously. It's important to remind people like, we're different readers. Like, I am not a YA reader. A lot of, again, and real young for me, but love my love yeah. books. Yeah, I do suggest Claire and the Sun to you at least. I think that you would like Claire. Yeah, I'm gonna read it. I still think I about it every so often. I mean, I don't think it's like the best book I've ever read. I mean, I will say, I think a little life affected me a hell of a lot more, and not just because I cried hysterically for like seven hours, but no, 10. But <laughs> that was a good day. That was a good cry, man. Um, that was a good but it's really, it's really clever. I is it perfect? No, I don't think that Clara the Sun is perfect, but it's very clever the way that he goes right. about having these conversations about pollution and mm-hmm. just like the human race and solar power and blah blah blah. I'm gonna my library has it. Any of my by the. I do libraries. I, I heard. How many libraries day. are you part yeah. of now? So, P.G. Prince William County, Rapa County, District of Columbia, Alexander County, six, Arlington County, six. <laughs> that is the perfect in a tri-state area. I live in a tri-state area. Because they are the reciprocity things. Interconnected, re- yeah, relationships and like joints. So, yeah, I'm a I'm just happy you you 
clued me in that I could get into the New York public library system through Libby. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm going to this website to get a card. She just has to be able to. Alyssa. The problem with it isn't, is that I only get like three, I only get to borrow three things at a time. Huh? And I only get like four or five holds. They're, they're very skimpy. They're holes? They skimp. Like my library None caps. Of my library system have my library has a cap on their holds, but it's so high that it's like occasionally I hit it. Because usually my hold comes in and it's like it's irrelevant. Things are coming in and out. But like I think my cap is like three or four. Wow. Yeah. It's very low. That is my complaint. Wow. That is my complaint, New York Library. Also, New York Public Library, by the way. I'm very mad, so I've been looking up all those. And so the whole, not that we're going to go into this, we're not going into this, but the whole, like, TJ Klune thing. Um, my yeah. takeaways, I need to focus on learning more about Indigenous peoples. And so that, to me, means I'm going to find more nonfiction, which is what happens when there's something that I feel like I need to know more on. And you would think the New York public library system would have more digital copies of things than anywhere else. And let me tell yeah. you how hard it is to find indigenous nonfiction, digital stuff. Wow. And like maybe that's why we don't know enough about what's going on. Cause there's an accessibility wow. problem. Not only not teaching it to me in school, but when I go to look it up for myself, maybe you have a hard copy, not just totally shit on the New York public library, but Maybe you have a hard copy, but I ain't driving to the city to get it. I know my my library right. doesn't have it. Maybe they have some of them, but they don't have all of them. But like, can we digitize more books? Period. Absolutely. Especially books that teach us things about actual shit that's going on in our world. Because how are we supposed right. to be better informed human beings? You don't want. I know that the I know conspiracy theory. I know that the government doesn't really want us to be better informed because then we will. No government really wants us to be that informed because then we'll strike exactly. them. But like, come on, right? America's pretty damn yeah. free. Oh wow! Like, let's. I'll get to there. And I was getting real. I'm getting really podcast. mad. I I found like when I do a Google search or when I look on Goodreads, there's like some really amazing titles. It seems that are out there, and I found this. I shared it somewhere on my Instagram, and I can I can find it again and share it. There's a I'm sure there's several, but I found one uh, book group that's these two women, I believe, I could be wrong there, that do a book group that's just, you know, indigenous books, and they're doing this year's, like, all memoirs, and I started with, like, this month's memoir and trying to find it. No. It's just, it's so, it's just shame. Like, how are we supposed to educate ourselves if you don't even... It's 2021. If it was if it was 1997, I would understand why I have to go in and sure. get the hard book. Well, we'll it is 2021. Sure. Make an audio book. Right. Make a digital copy. Make something. Come on. It ain't that hard. Right. Somewhere somebody's exactly. got a word doc. If exactly. I've got Pride and Prejudice on an audiobook 97 times over and I have it, you know, on my Kindle and I have it in hardback. I gotta be. You gotta be able to put something else on Kindle at least, right? right. Like you, it's right. Jane, also, you know, exactly. like somebody has a computer file of this. You can put it into right. the EPUB. You can do it. And it, it, it irritates me. 
I mean, it is frustrating. Let's let's have a book. (laughs) So, like, I'm trying desperately to educate myself better so that I can, one, truly understand the full extent of why everybody was so upset. Because I understand generally why somebody would be upset about anything having to do with that trauma because what happened to them is insane. But I do not fully understand why this particular thing sparked this particular outrage. So I need to understand... I need to educate myself. It's nobody else's job but me. And I'm working on it. But how can I do that if you don't give right. me the resources? Exactly. That's what I'm right? I can use on it. Hands on You're not on teaching it to me. In You're not teaching product. it to us in school. And I can't find it. Like one. And, and, having, and I have to fight to find it in my library system. Right. That means to me, that sounds like right. you really don't want me to have it. Conspiracy theory. And then think about other people that don't, don't even have access to yeah. libraries. Think about I am. I know I'm for I can't look up the You have all the libraries. You have like, more libraries than any library. Just some people that have libraries in their area. Not a Yeah. So it makes me angry. And then I think about like what other topics do we not even know we're not learning about because they're not teaching oh. us and we're not even getting resources Can on. You come at- Can you imagine what we, we don't even don't know exactly. It's crazy. No, can you imagine what we, what we, what yeah, we I don't, don't know? I don't the crazy the things that we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. What are those? I don't even yeah. know. We don't know. Yeah. What are those things? Oh, Claire fucking Kendry. So, so that's going on. Uh, our fucking Claire Kendry. Claire fucking Kendry. What's going on? Read with us. Read with us. Whenever you're angry, Whenever you're just out. shout Claire fucking Kendry. Fucking Kendry. Don't forget to follow them on Instagram, the passing project, just to see all of our updates in regards to this specifically. And give us a visit at darlowdown.com. I just love saying I know. That. You worked so hard on that. Like, Naomi really did the website. We did very little for that. So thank you very much for doing that. Welcome. I was so determined. That, that was that was I, the I Naomi project that, and you did beautifully with it and I appreciate you immensely for doing thank that. You, thank you. So happy we are live on, on the I, I, I will start writing okay. things for posts, I promise, at some point. <laughs> Me, too. Me too. I do want to start writing up a bunch of things about nonfiction. I don't know who's actually interested in nonfiction, but I feel like there needs to start being some better resources about. I know that it's not like the sexy part of like book talk, book to book, whatever, in social media, insert social media. Um, but it's such an important part of being a, an informed human being is reading those nonfiction books. I get that empire pain. want to read like Spartacus. Like there's some nonfiction I want to get my yeah. hands on. I need to a black Spartacus cave because I'm just in love with that cover. Just so, so sheen. That's story. I you know what I would find interesting is so like a lot of my nonfiction, especially around race, is about being an ill-informed white person and learning the things that nobody taught us. And like especially because like your grandfather, right. right? Your grandfather taught my great grandfather taught, and you you in particular have such a wealth of information, and maybe even somebody else of your exact makeup wouldn't have. It would be very interesting to compare our our nonfiction lists in certain areas because they would they mm. could be very interesting to build off of each other. 
Well, or or so my where dad, are you in your understanding of things? Do you know? Right. Not where my dad is. So my dad is the one who stuffed things down my throat. When mm-hmm. I and so he gave me all the books, you know, throughout my school and high school years. And my grandfather is the author of... his textbooks, right? Three, three yeah, textbooks. They're just books. regular books that, that are required in a lot of That's what it was, yeah. 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 So, but I've yet to get books. I got them when I was too young. They're very cold. Um, but it's well this year. So only one. Yeah. Yeah. But it'd be very interesting to like to like compare our 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 you know like essentials. Like if we put together yeah. our essential yeah. reading list, and I I bet yeah. you they'd be really good in tandem. Yes, we should do that. We should do that. Because there's so much that nobody tells you that. and that's in like whitewashed in our, especially if you're in, I don't know what, edu- I don't have children. I don't know what education looks like now, but especially like if you're in mm-hmm. like my generation or older, there's so much that's, that's whitewashed and, and, yeah. and you don't know, like there's a lot of things I just know is almost like sound bites. Like there is a thing and it's a mm. phrase and, and I know the phrase, but I don't know what it means or like. I'm very fuzzy on it, you know, and like, and right. maybe that was the 1990s way of being more inclusive was to include the phrase. Right. <laughs> but exactly. sprinkle that in, that phrase in it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So it'd be very interesting. Yeah. Pay attention to the website. You might see those things. <laughs> Pay attention to the website, tbrlowdown.com. I'm becoming like a one woman spokesperson for like nonfiction, which I never thought I would be as somebody who like loads nonfiction. I load nonfiction and sell audiobooks because then they're like podcasts, which I love. Yeah. So, so it's true. such a great way to teach so, yourself. So, so true. Yeah. So, nonfiction, also that book, Hidden Road, oh! was. Sorry. Absolute mod. Below. I got too excited yes. about that book. That book was like, I've recommended that to so many people. Where I'm like, you need to, yeah, you need to read this book, man. This family. It was amazing. It was amazing. That was pre-orders for summer. Those poor girls. Okay, just we're not going down this road right now. But I know we're not. I know. Read it if you've never pick read it. Up, it. People, if you haven't read it, pick it up. Pick it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, thank you to okay. anybody and everybody who's listening now, forever or in the future, Thanks, guys, <laughs> guys, guys. Gals, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. Follow us, yes, please. Down. Nerdy Nurse Book Lady, follow us everywhere. Lowdown.com. Thank <laughs> So we have like, oh yeah, and look out for our our next schedule session for the autobi of an excellent man. So look out for that as well. Mm-hmm. I'm back to work now, so it's gonna get funky. Mm-hmm. But I only work yeah. every other weekend, so we should be able to figure out something. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Okay. And these. All right. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Thank you. Bye.